come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Fury Road. We are your hosts, Mark. And Brooke. And this week we are tackling Brooke's first pick of the new year for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And we are doing The Warriors from 1979. Yes. What made you pick this movie? Uh, I mean, other than the fact that I forgot to pick a movie... (laughs) <laughs> kind of on the spot and the warriors just released the 4k and i, I uh, spoiler alert i love this movie mm. group a lot watching it i can say the same for you so it's an easy pick yeah one i'm very excited to talk about very very true yeah this this is one of those movies that i hold near and dear to my heart my mom introduced it to me when i was young it was one of her favorites when she was growing up and Mm. it was just yeah yeah she would have been i'm aging her but she would have been 14 when this came out so it was like prime time oh wow movie watching back then for her Mm -hmm. but yeah i've always loved this movie so i'm glad you picked it but before we start talking about this one we will kick off our box office news and boom. What are you drinking this week? Uh, I just got a couple of middle lights on hand. It's... Nothing, nothing too crazy, you know. Yeah, I'm boring too. too. I'm boring too. I'm just drinking some Coors Light. <laughs> we uh, we so finished... we're both having water. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> uh, finished the kitchen renos, and I still had some of the Coors Light left over from feeding beer to everybody while they're helping. So nice. Not nice. a big Coors Light fan, but it's beer in the house, so I'll drink it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what have you been watching this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing? <laughs> what? I know. Zero movies. I, this is a first. I know. It must, might be, honestly. For either podcast, I think. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, this week they're big Lisa and so they're on their uh, Western trip. So back-to-back nights was their, like... Uh, Late night games, you know. Yeah. So stayed up till like you know twelve o'clock, twelve thirty, and <laughs> last night was so tired. Went to bed at like nine thirty, and it. so tonight you're building Lego. Lego, been reading, started uh, it, which yeah. like almost one hundred fifty pages into that already. So nice. Yeah, been productive other ways. That's good. Yeah. Nothing uh, wrong with that. How about you? Uh. I haven't watched a whole lot, but uh, I don't know. We watched Sing 2 on New Year's Eve, and I watched Bottoms. Nice. And yeah, that's been it. I I have 50 minutes left of Saltburn to watch. Yeah. uh, And that's been it. Nice. Pretty quiet movie week for me, too. Yeah, yeah. 
bottoms surprised the fuck out of me though like i was not expecting to like that movie that much Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. it's just like it has like a good message but it's just like stupid fun at the same time Yeah, yeah. so Yeah, it was Marshawn good Lynch is hilarious in it. oh man i had no idea he was in that movie Yeah, me either. Like I texted you, I'm like, Marshawn Lynch is in this, and he's a fucking <laughs> teacher of all things. yeah. But yeah, he was great. I hope he does more movies because I thought he was really good. Yeah, his episode of... Uh... The TV show with Will Arnett on Netflix where it's like Oh yeah. they like act out stuff, but Will Arnett doesn't give the guest like the script. Mm-hmm. So Will Arnett has the script and he's just going off like the script and like the the co-host who is just like is Will Arnett is like the detective and he brings Yeah. in like someone to solve the case and it's usually an actor. And uh, one of the episodes was Marshawn Lynch and it was fucking hilarious. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, What else? Oh, box office. Right. So for the box office from the weekend of December 29th, In fifth place, we have Anyone But You that brought in 8.7 million. The Color Purple, in its opening weekend, did 11.7 million. Hmm. Migration, which we're taking the boys to see on Sunday, brought in 17 million. I heard it's It is, decent, actually. yeah, it's got some good reviews. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom brought in 18.2 million. And in first place, we have Wonka with 22.4 million. Wonka's doing pretty good. Nice. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, the Iron Claw dropped out. It's down in seventh place now. And some of those big heavy hitters are they're moving their way down now, but, which is expected. So, yeah, not like... I don't know. I only really want to see Wonka and Migration. So, I don't know. It's not a very great top five, I would say. Get into the January where it's uh, not always the best best movies that come out in January. So, Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah, 2024 is shaping up to be a good year for movies, so yeah, a slow yeah, for start sure. is okay. Yeah, What do we have for 4Ks? Anything good? uh, <laughs> we had nothing. None? There's like one Criterion collection. It's called like. The Apu collection. It's some like it's a some Indian trilogy or something like that. I've So guessed that. that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> that's literally the only thing this week. So Wow. Last yeah, week was slow too. it was. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So yeah. All right. Well, fuck, that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we will move into our movie discussion then. yeah. All right. Like we said previously, we are talking about the Warriors from 1979, starting off with the synopsis. A street gang known as the Warriors must fight their way from the Bronx to their home turf on Coney Island when they are falsely accused of assassinating a respected gang leader. Did you know that this movie was based off a book? I didn't until I saw in the credits or the Yes. opening credits uh, based on a novel. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that that novel 
is a modernized representation of an ancient book called the Anabavis, I think it was called. One second. Uh, yeah, the Anna, oh, Anabasis, which was written by someone named Xenophon. Uh, it's an ancient Greek tragedy that saw um, Cyrus the Lesser leading an army of 10,000 Greek soldiers to, who are they battling? I don't remember who they are battling. Persians, I think. And then he ends up getting killed on the battlefield and all of his soldiers need to get back to Greece. And Okay. on, on their way back to Greece, they have to fight all these other armies on their way back. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. I would like <clears throat> to read the Warriors book. yeah, me too. I feel like it would kind of have like an outsider's feel to it, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, this movie is directed by Walter Hill, who did Bullet to the Head, Undisputed, 48 Hours, and another 48 Hours. And he's been a producer on every single Alien movie in the franchise, including Alien vs. Predator. Uh, our cast list has Michael Beck playing Swan. He doesn't really have anything to note. Like, he had some roles, but... Nothing that was major. Um, James Remar plays Ajax. Uh, he's probably the biggest actor in this movie. Um, but he was an Oppenheimer, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Black Coat's Daughter, Dexter, uh, Django, and Pineapple Express, among many, many more. Uh, Dorsey Wright played Cleon. He, he voiced a paramedic in GTA V. Oh, sick. Yeah. That was his really only other notable role. And lastly, I have David Patrick Kelly, who plays Luther. Uh, he was in The Crow, Flags of Our Fathers, VFW, John Wick and John Wick 2, um, Commando, and Beverly Hills Cop. And yeah, he has obviously the most iconic scene of the movie with the clinking of the bottles. So I don't know if you have any honorable mentions or not. I didn't put any down. Not really. I just wanted to get a give a shout out to the uh, stunt coordinator, who was Craig R. Baxley. He also did. He was Cyrus's uh, stunt double, and then also uh, AC Turnbull. Uh, but he's he was the stunt coordinator on Predator the Okay. movie with uh, Arnie, um, Yeah. the A Team TV series. He was a stunt driver in the Dukes of Hazard TV show. Um, yeah, and a lot of like old TV shows and uh, movies and stuff like that. So, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Deborah Van Vank Valkenberg, Okay. who plays Mercy. Not for any of her acting credits or anything like that, although she does have some. But she got her ass kicked in the filming of this movie. I mean, it looks like she did, but go on. So at, in the one scene where Swan throws a baton at one of the police officers... And it hits him in the shin or something Oh, like the that. slow-mo there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
in one of the takes, he accidentally hit her in the face with it. Um, And she had to be rushed to the hospital at 3 a.m. for stitches, and she still has a scar for it. Jesus, how do you do that? I have no idea. Um, And then Michael Beck was on a rampage in this movie. So he he, uh, accidentally broke a stuntman's ribs, too, during one of the fight scenes. Um, And then in another scene with Mercy, when her and Fox are running through the subway station, she trips and falls. And the actor who played Fox didn't let go of her hand and broke her arm. And that's why we see her wearing the jacket in the second half of the movie to hide the cast on her arm. Fuck. (laughs) It's like this woman just got fucking shit kicked throughout this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. She needed her own stunt. Yeah. Man. Um, Actually, I do have a shout out. Uh, Lynn Thigpen, she played yeah. the uh, the DJ. Yeah. Um, just one of the m- most like iconic voices. Uh, and whenever we watched John Wick four in the theaters, and that scene came up in John Wick when they're in Paris, and like mm-hmm. the whole thing, I like lost it. I was like, man, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. She also played the moon in the bear in Big Blue House. You ever watched that whenever you were a kid? That's hilarious. I did watch that show, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a a lot of iconic stuff in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, not only is this movie iconic, but one of the best video games ever made. Dude, it was fun as fuck. Like it was, it, they had co-op mode as well, and uh, mm-hmm. me and my our friend Larry we used to play this all the time, and the game was so good too. Yeah, on the PS2. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to go to my dad's like every couple weekends and whatnot, mm-hmm. and uh, our big thing was to rent a game whenever I was there for the weekend, and we rented this one, and we fucking plowed through it in one night. Like we just couldn't yeah. stop playing it. Yeah, it was yeah. so much fun. I yeah. think I don't know if they've remastered it, but they re-released it on one of the newer gen consoles. I think I remember it might have been the PS4, maybe or yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going back and replaying it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Be fun. Uh so yeah, again in the movie. So each game has nine members or nine like main members. Yeah. Uh, nine so that were like, invited to the to the yeah. meeting. Yeah. So in the warriors we have the uh war chief cleon rest in peace uh we have swan ajax snow cochise cowboy rembrandt vermin and fox yeah. um who who is your favorite i was gonna ask you this question too yeah my favorite is probably ajax Okay. Okay. He's just like he's such a piece of shit, but he's so he funny is. at the same time. Yeah. Um, I was I don't probably like I liked from the little bit we saw Cleon. Like I wish that he didn't get killed because he seemed so badass. But uh I don't know. I like I like Coach East. I think his like look is cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And also like Rembrandt, because he's kind of like the young kid, but also like 
he's the one that's the most like self-aware of like his surroundings and stuff like that but Yeah. yeah just like the whole whole group is awesome Yeah. I liked Fox too. yeah yeah There's just something about him that I liked. yeah um so yeah i'll go into before we get to the main meeting that uh cyrus is holding uh so i'll go through some of the gains that are in this movie in this movie um but before that so the gains that are in the novel so I'll, they actually changed the name of the gains for the movie Okay. so we got the coney island dominators who is the warriors Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I guess because they're that from makes coney sense. island Yeah. uh we got the delancey thrones who are the gramercy riffs Okay. uh the colonial lords who are the rogues which is luther's Yeah. uh gang We got the Borenquin Blazers, who are the orphans. Okay. We got the Castro Stompers, who are the Turnbull ACs. And we got the, uh, I don't know how to say this, S P A H I E S. S P A H I E S. Yes, Spahis. Bahis? I don't know. That's the Lizzies. Okay. Um, and then there's four more games in the novel that weren't in the movie. We got the Golden. Genesaries, the Intervale Avenue Lesbos, <laughs> the Jackson Street Mas Messiah, and the Morningside Seraphs. Um, okay. and the other ones that are in the movie that I didn't mention, we got the Van Cortland Rangers, the Moonrunners, the Boppers, the Hurricanes, the Baseball Furies, who are probably everyone's favorite game, just because they I was going look... to say they're my favorite. Uh, the Punks, the Hi-Hats, the Electric Eliminators, the Savage Huns, the Jones Street Boys, the Saracens, the Satan's Mothers, the Destroyers, the Panzers, the Gladiators, and the Boyle Avenue Runners. So, I think Cyrus does say at the beginning there's like how like forty gains or something. No, he says No, there's hundred. more than that. I think he says a hundred gains, but there's like also like like minor league gains, kind of like Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it all equals out to 60,000 soldiers is what he calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nuts to think about. Mm Like, -hmm. I don't know what the demographic is for gangs to cops now versus, or even back then. Yeah. But like, if that's true, man, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we get the opening of the movie. Um, there's a meeting that uh, Cyrus is holding, who he is the leader of uh, the Rifts. who is the biggest gang in New York, and he is the president of them. So he kind of, they call him the one and only, that he's like God, basically, to everybody. Um, And I really like this opening. Like, the way they do the opening credits, like, with, it's called, like, a montage. You get that sick intro score, and then it has, like, the warriors getting ready for the uh, for the meeting. You know, Swan says... like no weapons, stuff like that. There's a truce. And you kind of see Ajax is like, well, that's fucking dumb. Like we should bring weapons. And like, you see all like the, the games getting ready to go to like the, the thing you see, like the boppers with their fucking pink uh, outfits. And Yeah. it, it like cuts back every so and then like of different game members from the warriors, like talking to each other, like kind of like, you see everyone's like kind of opinion how they kind of see things, right? Mm hmm Yeah.
So I really like the opening of that. Yeah, it's a good way to introduce all the characters that are going to be, Yeah. like, that we're going to be following. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the meet is in the Bronx. Uh, the words are in Coney Island, which I don't know how far it's away, but I'm sure it's a few train stops away. Um, and uh, yeah, Rembrandt is like the artist. They give him like the spray can and clean. I think Cleon or Kochi says like, make sure you mark everywhere we go. Um, and I gotta say, I like that all of the gangs pay for their tickets Yeah, at the start, yeah. at the start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're very <laughs> respectable as the rules. yeah, they are. You know, everyone's just paying. You see, like however different like pit pays. You see, like the Hans they're waiting with like their outfits and like I don't, I love the way they have like each game is like very different. yeah yeah each that's a good point because like we may not know all of their names but like no gang like you you can't confuse one gang with any of the other ones No. they all have such a different look and it like Yeah. i really liked that Yeah, exactly. Uh so yeah, they get to the meeting and there's like a shit ton of people there. Cyrus is going on um his like speech about how there's like all of these gang members, you know, uh the boppers are sitting next to the the Rangers, you know, when he's like we can like be one unit like there's so many cops there's all of us so and he says you know one of the most famous lines like like two lines in this movie are like like and the way he says it and i think the way that luther says his line like makes it that much more like it just gets you excited you know because he's just like can you dig it and like oh man everyone goes nuts and oh man it's so good Uh, so the Popo does show up. Uh, they kind of show up like slowly. Um, some of the game members and the warriors like kind of aren't with like Cyrus and like what he's saying. Like they don't really agree with, you know, all the games teaming up together and like taking over like one quadrant of like the city and kind of making their way around the city where they control everything, pay off cops, you know, pay uh, tax people or something like that is they say um and we see luther for the first time and like just luther's look like you can tell he's such a bad guy yeah and he's oh like yeah not he's not intimidating at all but he's such a good bad guy he just looks psychotic yeah 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 gives zero fucks about anything yeah um and You see Luther, they pass the gun like down the line, and then Luther takes the gun and he ends up shooting Cyrus. Everyone goes nuts, and uh Fox ends up seeing Luther shoot him. But like they don't really do anything with that at all. Yeah, well, Luther aims the gun at him, and then the cops turn on the, the spotlights. Yeah, but like they don't use like that Fox knows that it was him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the chaos happens, and Cleon is down, like, in the main area where, uh, Cyrus was, and, and then Luther, like, jumps over, and he's like, he did it, like, the warriors did it, he shot Cyrus, and then, like, uh, Luther, like, jumps over the fence and, like, tries tackling Cleon, and Cleon just, like, beats the fuck out of him, and then, 
and then there's just too many of the rifts that are down there. They start beating up Cleon, and you can assume that he got killed. Yeah, which sucks because like he was, you know, the war chief, and he could definitely hold his own from what we saw. Mm -hmm. So they make their way to like a graveyard, and they figure out that they're gonna have to get all the way back to their turf. And I love that they they say Bob. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone says that word anymore. Not anymore, no. That was definitely no. a, a 70s word. Yeah, yeah. Um, they don't have any weapons, and obviously Ajax is pretty upset because he, like, you know, said we should bring weapons, but, you know, Swan is like, okay, we're going to go here, and Ajax, like, immediately is like, well, who made you leader? And, you know, they kind of have a standoff, and Swan doesn't back down. He's like, oh, you know, go now, like, take care of this now, and Everyone's like, nah, like, you know, Swan's the war chief and Ajax is like, Ajax's not, not happy about it at all. You can tell that they're two guys that don't get along very often. Yeah. Like even before the events of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So we make, we go to the Rifts kind of warehouse hideout and uh, they have a new, I guess, leader. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I don't know if they ever mentioned it. I don't think it's super but. He's pretty cool. He has like the fucking shades on like all the time. Doesn't matter if it's night or day, but yeah, you know, he basically tells all of his game like, you know, I want the warriors alive and if dead, then that's okay. And they send out the word to the DJ who basically talks to all the games through the radio and updates like everyone, like everyone like in the movie and also like the audience at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's awesome. He, uh, I find like if they made Blade in the seventies, he would be the perfect casting choice for him. Yeah, like yeah. even just his character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Warriors make it to the first train stop, and they're waiting for the train. And Swan's like holding them, and Ajax is like, "Well, let's fucking go." And you know, Swan's like, "Well, hold on a sec, like, you know, there's people looking for us, and you see like the big bus coming down with all the skinheads on it." Yeah. And uh he sends Fox to kind of scout out where they're going. They not turn around and chase them. And I feel like Fox is kind of like second in command, I felt like. Yeah, at this point in the movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He I feel like he's the most level headed that uh because Swan is like no bullshit. Yeah. He wants what's best for the Warriors and like he's not gonna let anything get in the way of that. And I feel yeah. like Fox it's kind of similar in that regard. Like he's not as badass, but like he definitely yeah. wants what's best for the gang. Yeah. Whereas all the other ones have their own sort of personalities, what they bring yeah. to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Ajax just cares about himself, really. Yeah. So they end up getting away from the Turnbull. They get very lucky. Like I feel like some of the the train stops are like okay, they probably get on there. Like it just lines up so perfectly, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Um, they got on the subway and then they had to get off because there was a fire that started and clearly someone, because they say on the radio, like, oh, the Turnbull ACs, you know, they they failed. Um, so I'm guessing someone started a fire on one of the stops so they would have to stop the train. Yeah. Uh, and they get off and they're making their way through some sort of turf and they meet uh, the orphans who are not very, not a very big game, no. but this this guy looked very familiar, like the main the leader guy. Looked like um, a methed out fucking David Schwimmer. 
<laughs> but you know, they're like they see the warriors and he comes and talk Swan goes and talks to them and you know the guy's like kind of nice. He's like, Yeah, I know we're kind of a low-key game, but we're coming up and and then like Swan has Fox there and uh what does he say? Oh, he hands him like a, a newspaper clipping and he's like, yeah. yeah, this was us, you know, blah 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 is scared of us. And then like Fox says, like, oh, they don't play don't play it on the radio anymore because like you're so scary or something like that. And like <laughs> one looks at him like careful, careful, but yeah, they kind of buy it. Um, and they're gonna let him go through like their turf, but then Mercy comes out. I don't know, like, if she's, like, just the sister of this main guy or, like, how she... I feel like she's just kind of someone that they toss around. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Personally. um, And she's, like, starts shit immediately. She's, like, you're just gonna let these motherfuckers, like, walk through your gain and stuff like this, and then... Big man. Yeah, he's, like, shut <laughs> up, and, and then, like, she goes away, and then they're, like, he kind of is, like, okay... Yeah, you can't mess with us. Like, if you're gonna go through here, you gotta take off your colors, or there's gonna be trouble from the orphans. And it's like he's trying <laughs> to be so tough, but like clearly not. <laughs> yeah. And then Swan refuses. He's like, "No, we're not gonna do that." So then, this group of orphans that are outside, they run off to get reinforcements, and then Swan's yeah. just like, "Okay, let's fucking go." Yeah. And I love the next scene, like whenever there's like 30 of them, the 30 oh, yeah. orphans run up on them. Yeah. Like, you see what you get, orphans? Or yeah. uh, warriors, you see what you yeah. get when you mess with the orphans? Yeah. And then they just fucking huck a Molotov cocktail at I them. love that scene. Like, <laughs> we don't see much from uh, Snow. Yeah. Um, But like, if we really come with all the weapons, Snow just like slowly takes off his thing, takes out the bottle. And then you see just like Swan, like they're so in sync. They don't have to say anything to each other. Mm -hmm. He just takes off her underwear, hands it to Snow, and they chuck the water, the Molotov cocktail in the car, and it blows up. And they just get the fuck out of there. And yeah. it's like, great. Uh, one thing I was wondering is why does Mercy come with him? Because I th like the orphans are pussies, right? Yeah. So I think she wants to be like with a gang that's actually tough oh, okay but she like gets into the subway and then she's like well what am i gonna do and it's like yeah well it's not like they kidnapped you like you ran with them <laughs> to the subway Go home i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and like swan tells her like oh you're just like a whore like you know go back home and she's like oh i'm not a whore but yeah. did you see the shirt you're wearing like you're <laughs> you can practically see your tits like <laughs> uh so yeah they're waiting for another train um, because they're on the train, they get to a subway stop, and then the door is open, but they're waiting for another train to pull up, so they can just, like, make a quick swap. And as they're waiting, we see um, some cops show up to the train station, and this is where uh, everyone kind of splits up. Um, I think Fox ends up going with Mercy downstairs, and he ends up kind of getting into a tussle with the cop, and he gets thrown off the subway into the train, and unfortunately, he gets killed by uh, one of the trains. Yeah. Um, and who gets split up? So there's Swan, Ajax, uh, Cowboy, Snow, and Snow together. Yeah. 
and then it's vermin rembrandt and Cochise. uh cochise together. yeah um so yeah the, the four guys uh swan ajax and the other two they are they basically have to get to union square union station or something like that yeah and that's something that they've already like premeditated they said like if we get split up like we just yeah. wait at union square and we'll yeah. meet up there again because yeah. that's their um, last train to get to coney island yes yes and uh we get the first look at the baseball furies, which is like one of the coolest games in this. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure there's other cool games, but this one, like, yeah, there's their look. Like yeah. they're kind of pussies to be honest, but uh, <laughs> as per age hacks, but uh, they all got like each member has different like face paint on. They're all in like baseball uniforms and they're just like running. Like I love that scene where you see them chasing after them. Yeah, just yeah. The, like the furies, like. Yeah, they're they're kind of pussies, but they look scary. Like whenever yeah. they're running through that uh, park. Yeah, I don't know. It's just such a cool scene. Uh, and then we see um, Swan and, and I think Snow. They go veer off into the woods, and the Baseball Furies keep chasing uh, Ajax and um, Cowboy. Cowboy. And uh, and then like Swan and Snow come back out, kind of chase behind them. And like Ajax and Cowboy running and Cowboy's like, I can't keep doing this. And Ajax is like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, good. I've had enough of running from these fuckers or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just turns it around and like, just beats the fuck out of the guy. Yeah. But like the, some of the fights like weren't like kind of believable. No. Because there's like nine baseball furies and like two of these guys. And it's like, okay. <laughs> and the Furies all have baseball bats and the Warriors yeah. have no weapons. Yeah. I love whenever Swan he just like puts his fist together and just uses it as a big ass club to knock one guy. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, and uh Ajax, he's what's he say? The one guy, he's like, I'm gonna take that bat, shove it, show, show it up your ass like a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> um so I believe that. Cochise, Rem, and Vermin make it to Union Square yeah. first. Um, but they obviously are waiting for the other three. And I mean, as soon as they get there, you see like this gang of girls, and you know, there's like nine of them. And you know, Cochise and Vermin are they're, they're kind of, you know, when it comes to the ladies, that's all they really care about. You know, yeah, they're eyeing them up pretty good. And it's like Dude, like, there's that many girls just hanging around, like, come on, man. But I feel like yeah. Rembrandt kind of, he kind of had a feeling. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like you said, he's the one that's, like, most aware of their surroundings a lot of the time. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, he kind of has, like, an intuition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they decide to go back with these girls to, like, their, their house. They're having a party. You know, two girls, like, dancing weird together and uh vermin picks a girl and making out with her and then coach east does the same and rembrandt just kind of every hand around and keeps asking coach east like hey when are we leaving and you know he's like we just got here man like yeah hold on and one girl asks him to like to kiss or something like that and he kind of like walks away from her and and then the one girl that's with vermin she's like okay i'll be right back to get something and then one girl pulls a knife and rembrandt is like you know, they got weapons, and it turns out that uh, they're the, the gang called the Lizzie's. Yeah. 
And uh, these guys got lucky, man. You know, Rembrandt Fucking right does, they did. he just does get cut with a knife, but Yeah. yeah. But like, they're trying to shoot them and everything. Yeah. And They're trying yeah, to kill him. I think it was Vermin. He barely got out because he was the last one out the door. I love that. Like they, they go all out with these ladies, like just punch the fuck out of them. Oh, Vermin yeah. <laughs> takes a chair to one of them. Now, in his defense, that woman could have fucking kicked his ass Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. There's <laughs> a couple of girls there who definitely kick some ass. Um, and then meanwhile in the park, they beat up the baseball furies, take their bats, and they're on their way to Union Square. And there's a girl on a park bench, and they walk by her. Swan is like, uh, you know, don't mind her. And then Ajax is like, hold on, like we should have some fun. Swan's like, no, we got to get to Union Square and meet up the other guys. And Ajax's like, oh, I'll catch up to you. You're going to stick around and make sure this girl's okay. And immediately you're like, you're just such an idiot, man. Idiot, yeah. It's clearly bait. Oh, man. Yeah, like <laughs> like the 70s, like people know there's that many games. Like there's not going to be some lady just sitting there and be like, hey, come sit next to me and keep me company. Yeah. And he just buys it all, you know? And like this is one thing I don't know, I don't want to say it pisses me off, but like he didn't do anything really wrong. Yeah. Like she invited him to sit with her. She started flirting with him and saying, like, oh, show me what you do with those big muscles. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he was rough with her, Yeah. but, like, he didn't do anything wrong to be arrested. No, no. Did he? Well, he has it on his colors. Yeah, okay, but So that do you doesn't. think that she was just like a random girl or do you think that she's like a cop or hired by the cops to kind of act as bait? Yeah, I don't know if she was a cop or if she, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I feel like that's entrapment, is it not? Maybe that wasn't a thing in the 70s. I don't know. Because, I don't know. I I stand on that hill that I don't think he did anything wrong in that scene. True. Yeah. No, with her, no. Um, No. so he she handcuffs him to the park bench, and uh, he's trying to get away. He's like, "Oh, come on!" Like, stop messing around. She like starts blowing the whistle, and then Rembrandt and Vermin are like, uh, "Hold up, Swan! Like, we gotta go back for for Ajax. Make sure he's okay." Yeah. So they end up going back. And they see that he's being arrested. All these cops are there. Swan moves on. Um, he runs into uh, Mercy Yeah. again. And uh, they make it to a train station. I don't know if it's at Union Square that they get to. But uh, they end up get at the bottom of the subway. And the cop shows up. And we get that, that scene when he just like chucks the bat at the cop's legs. It's like... <laughs> I don't know why you chucked the bat, but I mean, I guess Yeah, it works, so. Uh, yeah. they end up jumping off the train tracks and running into the subway where the train is and just making their way to, I guess the Union Station is where they're going, so I guess they weren't there yet. Um, so yeah, all the Lizzie stuff. Um, Swan makes it to Union Station. He's kind of left Mercy, like, by herself. And, uh, We see, I don't know what game this was. This was probably the, could This it was be the Gramercy, Gramercy Rifts, maybe? no. The riffs are the big gang. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. You're talking with the gang with the guy at the rollerblades. Yeah. That's the punks. The punks, okay. Um, 
but see this guy on the roll on the roller skates and like i love this guy man he's so yeah. cool like yeah i thought like the, i thought their whole game had roller skates but i guess it was just him he's yeah, like leader, just... i guess um but he's following swan around and uh swan ends up down somewhere then um he's kind of like just standing there and then mercy shows up and she's so dumb in the scene man oh yeah she's like, like fuck hey you know those guys are falling away and he's like not looking at her she's like the one's right over there and like points to him <laughs> <laughs> and he like looks and they're just like three guys one guy's fucking massive like, oh, yeah, he must be huge. at least like seven feet yeah um and he's like yeah thanks a lot you just you know now they know that i know they're following me so thanks a lot yeah and she's like well what are you gonna do like just out loud like they're standing like <laughs> 10 feet away <laughs> and uh then you see he like looks behind her and you see the rest of the gang is there and he like kind of laughs and then they they like pull up and he like doesn't speak any words just like they it's look over nod, yeah see the gang they look back and he's like goes the other way and they like walk over to the men's bathroom mm-hmm. and he's like all right come on so they go into the bathroom and I felt like at least one of the warriors had to die in this scene or like get killed because I feel like nine of those guys against what there's six of them now. Yeah. Including mercy. So like six and a quarter, you know, they're in a bath stuff in the bathroom. They don't have any weapons, but these guys have weapons. And there's one guy that's like seven feet tall. (laughs) I was like, okay, like these guys should pump the warriors, but they don't. They don't. Um, I love to, before they get into the bathroom, Mercy's like, I can't go in there. They're like, why the hell not? She's like, it's the men's room. And Vermin's yeah. like, are you fucking kidding me? And he <laughs> grabs her, like, reefs her in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, I don't know. This fight is so sweet. Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, it's my favorite fight in the scene. Me too, I like, yeah. I like it, yeah. yeah. Um, Because some of the warriors do, like, take a beating in this. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good fight scene. Uh, then it kind of cuts back to the riffs. Um, there's some guy who shows up who says that he know he knows who shot Cyrus, and you know what the riffs they like just believe this guy, but it's like I don't know. Like at the beginning of the movie, like Cyrus or just uh, Luther says, like, "Oh, it was the warriors that shot him." Like I saw them do it. Yeah, and then this guy's like, "Oh, I saw this guy." So it's like. How do they know who to believe? Like, yeah, you know, but like the scene cuts away, so we don't actually see like how the conversation goes down. Like, maybe he can actually describe it to a T. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're pretty easily influenced by anybody who tells them anything. Um, so they get into a train. They're making their way back to Coney Island. Uh, we got like a little scene with like some kids coming home from prom, and they're like all dressed up and they look over and they see like mercy who's just like beat the fuck up who is like dirty <laughs> as fuck and um i don't know if there's like a little message they put in here but like she like closed her closes her eyes and then they get off and she opens them and they're gone so i don't know if it's like mercy like i don't know some sort of message with mercy i have a theory she she was wishing it was her in those shoes well, it's almost like she was dreaming that like she could have a life like that. And that's mm-hmm. why she closed her eyes and then opens her eyes and like realizes that it's like 
never going to happen. That's why they were gone whenever she opened her eyes oh, up again. okay okay And then the one girl drops her corsage mm -hmm. and uh, Swan picks it up and gives it to Mercy later. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like that was just kind of like a, like maybe you'll never have it, but you can have a piece of it sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they get back to Coney Island. As soon as they get out there, like Swan like looks around and he's just like, this is what I fought, fought all night to get back to. It's just like I should leave town. And she's like, I'll oh, come with you. And he's like, you've never fucking traveled before. <laughs> or where have you fucking traveled or something like that? Yeah. Nowhere, but I know I'd like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they get to Coney Island. Um, the rogues show up and they're kind of hiding underneath like the pier. And uh, the rogues like have like a sick car. Like I love their cars. Like all old school has like graffiti on it and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it's also nice that they have a gay gang in here. The way that they're dressed. That's fair. Like, they gotta remind you of, like... The New York Dolls. Yeah, exactly. Like that yeah, old yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was funny. That is funny. <laughs> I never put... <laughs> I never thought of that. Or a lot, a lot of, like, the old school, like, gay bars, like, you know, they dressed in, like, that leather kind of, like, cop look. Oh, yeah. I, he looks like... Uh, from South Park. Um, Mr. Garrison's friend there. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was his he name? He does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has Mr. the gerbil Mr. Up his Slave. Ass. Mr. Slave, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're like getting all their all these weapons and stuff like that. Um, and then we just get like one of the most iconic, like ever. Just the delivery of the line is so sick. Like gives me chills every time I see it. Yeah. And you know, Cyrus is in the in the passenger seat. He has the three bottles, he's clicked them together. And he's like, Warriors. Come out to play, yay. and he just says that for like two minutes straight. Yeah, and he just gets like increasingly more, I don't know, like senile as he's doing it, and like high pitched. Yeah, yeah. And that scene was all unscripted; like he just did oh, that. Man. That's so cool. And I don't know if you saw it or not, but like he, he uh, took um, inspiration because I guess he was bullied as a kid. And like they would stand at the kids would stand outside of his window and like yell that to him. So like that's Shit. where he took the inspiration from. Damn deep cuts. Yeah. Uh so Swan basically says, okay, you guys follow me. We're gonna lead him out to the beach. Mm -hmm. So they go to the beach and um Swan says something like, you know, I said once they get to the beach, like it'd feel like my safe space or something like that. And then he said, asked like Luther, like, why'd you do it? Why'd you kill Cyrus? And then Luther is just like, it's like, I don't know. I just like doing things like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he pulls up the gun. He's like, you know, you guys are going to die. Right. And then like mercy is like yells like Swan. And then he like grabs a knife and chucks it at uh, Luther's hand. And he's just like, like this high pitch it's like, he starts crying oh man it's like dude you're not intimidated at all but somehow you're the leader just because you're such like a bully yeah um and then off to the side you see all the wrists show up they got like their fucking kimonos on they got like hockey sticks 
and the main guy like comes up and you know Luther they're stranded them and Luther's like it was the warriors that did it they did it and and then like the main leader of the rifts swans like are we good and uh the guy's like yeah warriors you guys are good you guys are real good and then he's like i got i got what i came for and then he like parts all his gain and the warriors like walk off and then we see like luther he's like no no and they'll like you know kill him i'm guessing yeah one thing i love about this movie too is like all these gangs just have whatever weapons they can grab oh i know like this is the riffs they're the biggest gang in yeah. new york city and they show up to this fucking like <laughs> massacre with goalie sticks and like fucking There's random like ass is there like nunchucks yeah one guy has nunchucks yeah but it's just like one guy had like a lead pipe it's just i don't know like they fucking stopped at a in an alley and just grabbed whatever they could yeah. find yeah exactly yeah and the warriors i guess walk off down the beach to their uh home i guess yep that's it uh anything else you want to mention that we didn't bring up not so much about this movie but like i don't know if it if they mentioned in the book or not but like i kind of wanted I don't know if I want to see like a sequel, but like I want to know what happens after this. Movie. Mm -hmm. Like what happens with Ajax? Does he get released? Does he come back to them? Oh yeah. Cause we don't see him for the rest of the movie. No, we don't. I didn't think of that. And like, I don't know, what's life look like for the Warriors after all this happens? Like mm. they obviously have the respect of the rifts now. Yeah. And like, does the does the whole plan to get the sixty thousand gang members together? Like, does that ever happen? You would think that maybe the Warriors and the Rifts would team up because, like, they're the most powerful because of what the Warriors went through. Yeah. But I don't think Swan wants that. No, I don't think so either. He doesn't want them to, like, lose their identity. Yeah. yeah. Um, you almost kind of get, like, an inkling that Swan doesn't want to be part of the gang at all anymore. Yeah. Already, well, that's the way the nunchucks chuck, the bottles clank, and the goalie <laughs> stick stick. There you go. <laughs> the molotovs fly yeah all right how did you rate this movie um doing letterbox score right yeah uh so i gave it a four and a half out of five um the reason for like it's not a perfect movie i think is just i think some of the dialogue in the lines don't hold up at all um not just because like of some of the wording that like Ajax likes to use, but just like some of the writing, I think wasn't that great. And some of the dialogue and acting wasn't that great. Like this, I feel like this is the definition of a cult classic. Like, absolutely. Like this movie, everybody loves this movie, but uh, yeah, I love the music in it. I really want to find the record for this because it has a great soundtrack. Um, it looks really good on 4K. I got the 4K, so it looks really good on that. Um, I just love the world building in this. And, like, this is a uh, thing that I think, like, a, a TV show, like a 10-episode yeah. TV series on Netflix, or, like, even, like, HBO or, or someone to do that. Like, maybe not, like, each game, but something I think they could do. Yeah. Like, have them focus on like the warriors fighting like maybe two gangs per episode kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
or even like another like made up game that like runs into the warriors or Yeah. like a team up or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Not that idea. Four and a half out of five. Nice. Um, I also gave it a four and a half. Nice. And for the same reason as you, like the only real qualms I have with this movie are just, I think it's like the delivery of the lines. I don't know. It just like, I felt like some of the characters sometimes were almost like reading, like somebody was holding the script off camera and they were just kind of reading the script. That's how it felt for me anyways. But like, yeah, everything else, like the fight scenes are really cool. Um, the soundtrack's really cool. Like you said, like the setting and everything. And it's just like, it's a really cool story. Now, it's obviously not an original story, but I don't know. Just the way that they were able to take like such a modern look on this ancient book and like turn a Greek tragedy into... a movie about street gangs in New York city. Like if you pitched that idea without ever having seen this movie, like execs would probably be like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. But just the way that they did, it was really good. Mm -hmm. And it's like a perfect length. Like the pacing's really good with it too. Yeah, it's Like, only 90 minutes. yeah. And I think that's the perfect length for this movie. Cause you might start getting a little bored with it. If it's any longer, Yeah, I don't know. Four and a half out of five for me, too. Nice. Tomatoes again. I was forgetting something. There's like 10 movies before this one when we retype in the Warriors. Oh. All right. So the critics' consensus as violent as it is stylish, The Warriors is a thrilling piece of pulp filmmaking. So, based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I think like a ninety four. Ooh, you're a little too high. It is certified fresh, but it's certified fresh at 88%. Okay. That's on 51 reviews and an average score of 7.5 out of 10. The audience rating is also an 88% on 50,000 ratings and an average score of 4.2 out of 5 or an 8.4 out of 10. Nice. Yeah. What's Letterboxd have? Letterboxd is a 3.8 out of 5. Um, we already set our scores. Um, I don't know if many of our friends have logged this movie. Yeah, none on my list. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, are you ready for our Cunning Cunning Stunts? Stunts? <laughs> All right. How do you rate the stunts in this movie? Um, I'll go like, I'll go like a four out of ten. Okay. Uh, there isn't like too much, but they're not long fights. Like the, the fights are super quick. Um, there's a lot of coordination that goes into it. Uh, Cyrus takes a pretty big fall at the beginning, goes through some wooden boards. Um, yeah, I thought the fight coordination was pretty good. Uh, I also like that not. Really, any of the games use guns at all. That's true. Like, we see, like, maybe two guns in the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I would have liked to see the wrist fight. I feel like if they're the most powerful game, like, they must have some fucking guys in that game. Well, they're all martial arts specialists too. So like, oh, okay. would have Yeah. been cool. What's your favorite stunt?
Um, favorite stunt. I really like the bathroom fight scene. I already told said that, but that's my favorite one. You just see them, all the the punk rockers, whatever. They come in to the bathroom and there's no one in there, and they're like all in the the bathroom stalls each, and then they just like burst out. And yeah, it's a fun fight. It's a pretty long fight. Yeah, stunt. I would like to try. Um, how about fighting with roller skates on? <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. You used to be a hockey player, so maybe you could pull it off. Yeah, but I feel like roller skates are different because they're like, I've actually never tried roller skating before because it's like the is it three or four wheels. This four, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. might be tough. Yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, how are you? Uh, my stunt rating, I gave it a three out of ten. Okay. I feel like, like, there's nothing that's like really huge in this movie. Like you mentioned, like the the fight scenes and like the fight coordination and stuff is good for the most part. Um, the fight with the Furies, mainly Swan, whenever Swan gets a bat, because yeah. it's just like literally like one of the Furies guys is trying to hit him with the baseball bat, but he's like overhand swinging, and Swan's just like putting the other bat up in front of him and it's just yeah i don't know like there was no coordination like that happened like five times it's just like okay maybe try <laughs> like a body swing or something yeah um but yeah i feel like there wasn't really enough to really bump this score up um my favorite one is also the bathroom fight scene i just think That's... that one was really cool like people are getting thrown around they're smashing their heads off the doors <laughs> and the walls and uh yeah. i think it was Vermin gets thrown into like the the mirror and like yeah. shatters all over the place. I don't know. It was just like it was like the most high action fight in the movie. Mm -hmm. And stunt I would want to try, although it's not like anything crazy, but like the parkouring through the subway station, like oh, when the gains are chasing after him. Yeah, like jumping over the the toll yeah. booths and like over mm -hmm. the staircases and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I would be able to do it now, but. Yeah, they're like running laps around like the subway, they're going upstairs around and all that around the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just looked like it'd be fun to film. Yeah, that Anyways. wraps it up. Awesome. All right, so for my pick, we're going all the way from Coney Island down to Mexico. Oh, shit. we're gonna talk about Desperado. Oh, nice, that was on my list too. Yeah. Nice. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. No? No. Oh, this was another... Is this the one with the guitar? The gun? Yeah. It is that one? Okay, I, I think yeah. I have... Well, this is the one with Antonio Banderas. So there's yeah. El Mariachi, which is like the Mexican version, and then there's mm -hmm. Desperado, which is with uh, Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek. Okay, yeah, I, th I have seen this movie, just a very very long time ago yeah and then there's a sequel once upon a time in mexico that has johnny depp in it oh that's a that's a sequel yeah okay i didn't know that yeah cool so, awesome i'm yeah. excited me too all right well if you guys want to catch us on social media you can find us at the podcast on fury road on instagram um yes sir yeah check out this episode wherever you listen to podcasts please do and that's it. That's all. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Alrighty. See you guys. Bye.